Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, starting early. Welcome, everybody, who retweeted Chris Vaccaro's tweet, uh, and he's got this idea in his head that every high-stakes player in the world is going to be here. Uh, uh, welcome to our show. I hope you're excited for it. <laughs> it's our playoff special. How are you doing, Chrissy V? Nando, doing good. Um, another week of trying to deal with you. Always fun and frustrating. You love it. it. And uh, this week we have a special treat, Nando. We uh, are breaking down a NFFC contest. Perfect. First interruption of the show is many more to come. And uh, this week we're breaking down an NFFC playoff contest. It's always fun once the year is over, Nando, to uh, kick back, relax, and and, uh, play some of these playoff fantasy contests and try and make some money in them and it's uh you know as we go on in the show we'll we'll talk about how we're breaking this team down and our strategies behind it and there's so many different strategies that you can apply to this playoff contest it's a lot of fun but also very challenging so let's get into it uh so i know a lot of people here well i mean whatever uh maybe maybe not have played in playoff challenges before uh, the ones I'm familiar with and the ones you're probably all familiar with are, you know, the ones where you pick a team and you don't touch it for the rest of the playoffs. So you kind of got to reverse engineer who you think is going to go far because that'll get you the most games and the most points and all that. There's another one you can do. Obviously, you can just, you know, you can draft a team um, with the same kind of idea. There's Survivor where you can pick one player uh, every week from a team. You can't pick the same player twice. So you kind of got to also keep it in mind who you think is going to be around, like, if the Dolphins are going to lose and you want to save Tyreek Hill, those are two warring uh, points of view for that format. But this one for the NFFC, and I know you, you've got a – I'm going to keep it clean and say you're very excited to tell us about the rules. But essentially, mm-hmm. for normal people who might be listening or watching, um, the game is almost the same as the one where you want the player to go far. It multiplies their points by round as long as they're still on your roster. So – you pick them early, you hope they go all the way, and it's times two, times three, times four. It's almost like a video game as you power up those players round by round. If they lose, you're allowed to go in and replace them. Uh, for the first round when you're picking, you can only pick one player from any team. Um, there are 14 teams in 12 positions. You don't have to start a tight end. They're all grouped together as a wide receiver tight end position. There's no extra special 
tight end scoring. Yeah, let's back it up there, Nando. You, oh, I'm sorry. Start, it's, you're going to start two quarterbacks in this NFFC contest. Oh, that was back. That was next. You're going to start three running backs. The the rules have changed in from past years where um, you're getting three running backs nowadays with four starting wide receivers slash tight ends. So if you want to start four tight ends, you can. Okay. It's four receivers slash tight end spots. And then the fifth spot, instead of a fourth running back, is now a flex spot. So if you want to go four running backs and four tight ends and a flex, you can. I mean, four running backs and four um, receivers, you can. That extra flex spot now is to do whatever you want with it, and as well as a kicker and a defense. And we're fading two teams in the first round. Like you said, Nando, uh, there's 12 starting positions with 14 teams, obviously, in the, uh, the, the playoffs here with the additional two that started in the playoffs uh, in the last couple of years. That was a much less painful rules recap than I thought you were going to do the way you talked about it earlier. There you go. Give me five minutes to explain the rules. All right. Uh, the rules are in the description of this uh, YouTube cast as well. All right, let's get to it. Unless you want to talk about something irrelevant. Nope. I'm, I'm uh, ready to go. Nando. Hold on. I'm going to present my screen. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, all right. For the first time ever on the show, we're going to be presenting screens. We can't do it on Chris's because he doesn't know how to work a laptop, so we'll be doing it on mine here. Okay, well, everyone, you're controlling. You're controlling. You're controlling the situation there, buddy, so. Here are the rules. I hope everyone enjoys that. No, uh, we're going to go to my, roster my teams. Yeah, way to be prepared. Here we go. We, we had a lot of trouble yeah. getting to this point. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Also, while Nando is punching this up, and for the people listening at home that don't want to hear just Nando trying to get into the actual team, uh, you could go over to NFFC website. Uh, there are two um, contests. It's the $200 entry for the big one. Uh, the overall winner gets $150,000, and I think they pay the top 50 in the contest. Uh, so that's the big prize. And there's also, if it, you know, if it works out better for you, there's also the mini playoff contest, which is a $50 entry. So uh, two different price points, same exact rules to each. Just uh, pick whatever contest or, hey, play both. I'm sure the Greg and Derek and Tom over at NFFC will be happy if you play both. So your contest and uh and enter away and and this is the uh the spreadsheet that nando uh put up and um and it's fun nando because you know in past years here let's start with this in, in past years nando i think everybody always looked at this contest as let me put the two quarterbacks in that i think are going to face off in the super bowl yeah right Yep. And as years have gone by, we've learned that that's not necessarily the winning combination. You know, you don't want uh, you, you don't necessarily have to win by choosing the two quarterbacks that meet up in the Super Bowl at, with an X4, as we say, uh, getting four times the amount of points. You know, so there's different ways to play this. And, uh, you know, we'll get into it starting now. Do you want to start a quarterback or do you want to uh, – is there someone like you are looking at specifically that you're like, I got to – I like, just got to make sure I got McCaffrey as my running back. Is there right, well, to, I mean, I know there's no salary no, let's cap. Start it, but yeah, let's, 
let's start up. Well, McCaffrey, I think, will be um, – it, it's not that easy, Nando, to be honest, because, you know, you look at the how we all look at this playoff contest, Nando, and I think the majority of the people expect the 49ers to be in the Super Bowl and the Ravens to be in the Super Bowl, okay? They're the clear favorites in the AFC and NFC. So if we went on past year's um, ways of playing it, everybody would just put Lamar Jackson in at one quarterback spot and Brock Purdy in at the other quarterback spot. But as a whole, I think we look at it as, all right, the Niners, that Purdy isn't the star of their team. And usually the team that gets to the two Super, the, the Super Bowl from the AFC and NFC, you want that big-time star quarterback. But Purdy isn't that on the 49ers. You know, Christian McCaffrey is looked at as, as the, the must-have guy. So I think there's going to be a, a small handful of guys are the, you know, the the – the chalk in this. I think Lamar Jackson at quarterback will be very chalky for the Ravens, Nando, just because when you look at the Ravens as a team, you know, who else are you going to want to pick on that team to get you X4 that, you know, one week it could be Zay Flowers that leads the team in receiving Isaiah, Isaiah likely another week, you know, the run game is all over the place. You really don't want to take the kicker or the defense. So I think Lamar Jackson is the the set it and forget it quarterback that we take from the AFC and hope that the AFC representative is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I, I think he is chalky. So let's start there. Unless All you right. see it a different way, Nando. No, I agree with you. It's just Baltimore, that one's important to me because of what you just said. I, Zay Flowers is the only other person I consider for that. Mm-hmm. Um, for our Baltimore guy. Okay. But Lamar Jackson just... I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the, the part where we want to go obtuse, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, or Justin and I Tucker. If, I would take Justin Tucker from the Ravens. I don't think uh, I don't think you could do that. I mean, the Ravens could win a game 28 to, to 10, and, you know, you get four points from Tucker. I know this is where your uh, comedic genius – yeah, No, I know. This is where your comedic no, genius to... comes in. I, I know. <laughs> no. Nando, I've been around you way too long to know what your, your jokes are and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, well, you bit, though. I did, anyway, a, little bit. I did um, a little bit. Similarly, mm-hmm. I see Buffalo uh, kind of as the Josh Allen play because of okay. because yeah. of – I mean, you can't trust Cook anymore. Something weird happened when, when Joe Brady took over. Yes. Uh, Stephen Diggs wasn't getting as many tar- – they were playing like a very like precise, methodical mm-hmm. game, but Josh Allen was still scoring. He was running for a lot. Yeah. Nando, I think when you do this contest is another point I want to bring up. Um, I think most people will try and look at who's playing opening weekend that can get to the Super Bowl. Right. And I think this year it's pretty clear that, you know, it's um, the the Bills and the Cowboys with Josh Allen and Dak Prescott, because a lot of people are going to be enticed to say, okay, right off the bat, I can have my quarterback going. And I could see either one of them going in and winning, playing four times and getting four X. And a lot of people don't love the fact that Lamar Jackson has to take that zero. Okay. They, it's, you know, they don't want to have to sit there in week one and not have that quarterback in play. They want to go a different direction. So Josh Allen and Dak Prescott are going to also be very highly considered for quarterback play 
You can mix it up. You could go with a Lamar Jackson and a Dak Prescott. If you think, you know, the Ravens and Cowboys are going to meet up in the Super Bowl, if the Cowboys could possibly upset the 49ers, you could switch it. Maybe a Brock Purdy versus a Josh Allen. So you have one quarterback going and one on the sideline. So there is, um, you know, there's multiple ways to play the quarterback position. Um but for now, I think it's the safest play to go with Lamar Jackson just because of, unlike the Bills, there's other decent options on that team to use. Uh, I like this Jordan Love point that Joey Brown made, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because, I mean, again, like we're looking at the same scenario. I mean, maybe this is what the correlation is with all these. You know, you That's got a quarterback. Exact, yes. Your quarterback's mm-hmm. the sure thing on that team. Mm-hmm. Um you got a couple of wide receivers that's a nice late season surge. I'm not going to touch the tight ends on Green Bay. Um, I guess you could look at Aaron Jones maybe as a guy that you'd want on Green Bay, but Nando jo- Joey's point here, and it's what I've always preached in this contest, is the other way to play the quarterback position, which is what I kind of like to do, is if we have a Lamar Jackson set in, and I think the Ravens are going to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to get a 4X out of Lamar Jackson. Another way to play this is If you have a quarterback that you like on opening weekend here in these games that you think could put up and post a really nice number and get eliminated at the same time. And there's a lot of quarterbacks that fit the billing this year for that because of you don't want to take a Jordan Love, just say, and he wins, uh, you know, he pulls the upset this week. And then next week he's got to go to just say San Francisco and you know he's, they're not winning that game. And now you had your quarterback at two, knowing that in the third week you have to start back at X1 for a quarterback. So right. the strategy behind that, Nando, is let me get a quarterback that I know is going to lose, but it is a good possible position. A lot of people are going to point to that Detroit Rams game, right? High, you know, 52 total. You have Goff and Stafford, okay, meeting up. One of these guys could lose a game 31-28 put up 35 fantasy points, get the boot, and then you allow to reset your quarterback and hopefully hit an X4 quarterback with an X3 quarterback in the Super Bowl with replacing uh, a Jordan Love, if in for this instance, using him. Uh, you could replace Jordan Love with a Dak Prescott right in the second round. And then when you have your CD lamb already in as X one, now you have the quarterback wide receiver hookup, which to me is the number one strategy you have to apply in this contest is getting your star wide receiver hooked up with your quarter with their quarterback and have them go throughout the playoffs up until the Super Bowl. Okay. So, so should we, uh, should we do, should we just steal Joey's idea? Well, I mean, listen, that, that's something that definitely uh, has to be played into a, a factor here as we go along, Nando. Uh, with your second quarterback here, if you want to talk about it. Uh, it's got to be I NFC. Would, are you, are you, this has I to would, be NFC, right? Okay, so we well, both well, sides. Well, yes, uh, that's exactly how I would play it, Nando. But in this in this scenario, if we're trying – to just get the quarterback one and done, I mean, you could play you could play two with Tonga Vailoa if you think the Dolphins are going to be one and done, and maybe he could put up a thirty. Okay, I was thinking Allen take, actually. Uh, who Josh Allen? Yeah, 
Why would you? I just said somebody to get eliminated, Nando. So um, I would I would look like I said to the either the Eagles and Bucks game, right? With either yep. Jalen Hurts and Baker Mayfield. If you have a strong opinion on one of those two guys, Baker Mayfield uh, can for our second quarterback. You want to go with Baker Mayfield? Okay, but Baker Mayfield can can verse that Eagles defense in Week One can have a field day against them, right? And the Eagles can get out of there with a nice 28-24 win. And now you have your replacement. It's going to depend on, Nando, who we use at the receiver positions because what we want to do is make room for, like Joey said in this scenario, Dak Prescott in in round two, okay, if that's the way we want to go. Or Brock Purdy in round two, okay? If – we go with a 49ers wide receiver. Most likely we're going to go, you know, try and hook up with the CD Lamb, Dak Prescott combination. So I think that the strategy here, Nando, is to go with uh, someone, a quarterback that you think is going to lose from the Lions and Rams game or the Eagles and Bucks game. At least I, I would say at least the Lions. All If you're talking of those four quarterbacks. Yeah. I would say like Baker Mayfield is my number four, right? Okay. Like we still want to score points here, but I guess. Yeah, but why don't you term- feel that way? But why don't you feel that Baker Mayfield can, can have a, a solid game, you know, versus this Eagles defense. It's kind of the scenario that we're looking for it to play out. He's got the worst secondary. He's up against the worst secondary with Godwin and Mike Evans. Uh, Eagles are tough to run on. Uh, you know, so maybe it's a slower game for Rashad White and Baker Mayfield has to step up and and he can have a 310 yard passing game with two or three touchdowns and then they lose and you get those Baker Mayfield points. It, it's just it comes down to who do you like the most, Nando? And do you do you think the Lions beat the Rams or the Rams beat the Lions? I think the Rams are on fire right now. OK, so you I mean, like the, the Rams, are, but the Lions are a Super Bowl. See, here's the thing, like. To me, the Rams are like that, just like that white hot, like don't touch, but they mm-hmm. can flame out quickly. Um, they have holes, you know, like there are ways they can be defeated. Whereas the Lions seem like just a better bet to go farther. You know, like that's just like the your old reliable horse that can go a little farther. Well, if the Lions win in week two, they have to go into Dallas and play the Dallas Cowboys, which, yes, they almost with- won that game. They almost yeah. won that game. But yeah. you got to keep in mind here that we don't know the status of Sam Laporta as we come into right. this first week. Right. Uh, if Sam Laporta is out or severely hobbled, okay, you're looking at a Detroit Lions offense that, you know, you have a completely different outlook on, right? It's just Amon Ross St. Brown, who is another one of those small handfuls that I talked about at the top of the show that I think are going to be the chalk Lions pick right here. Um, I think you want to do that. And I think that you have, um, you know, uh, Goff can completely crap the bed in this game. It could be a heavy run approach versus the Rams. So in my opinion, I would look at 
one, I would look at the other game where I would look at Stafford. I wouldn't use Jared Goff in this scenario for the main reason that we're going to have to get Amon Ross St. Brown as one of our top receiver picks in this contest as our Lions Why don't we put Amon Ross St. Brown in here right now and get rid of the okay. get rid yep. of his Lions element, right? Yep. Go let's to wide receiver. Now. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to wide receiver up top. All right. There we go. There you go. And why don't we do this, Nando? Why don't we plug in another chalky play with CMC? At running back, uh, who is CMC? Uh, Charles, uh, yeah. Michael. You'll figure it. You'll figure it out eventually. All right. So now and we I'm have Mark be... Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Now, so here's yeah. the thing. Like, I mean, I I know this. You know, like, just reinforcing the point here. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey is it. Lamar Jackson is it. Like these are these are guys we think are going to go far for us, and we're not replacing them. That so, is correct. That's yeah, like that this is, is like yeah. Yeah, unless you're unless you're coming in building this team, Nando, with the outlook of I think the Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl. Now let's just take a quick step back and look at the overall playoff here, Nando, because you tell me what teams you can honestly see going to the Super Bowl in each conference, real quick. I'm not sure. Like this is the like usually at this point in the last three years, I've actually picked the Super Bowl winner. I've been good. Like, I know, like, right now, like, there are some elements. I think I'm very strong on the 49ers. I feel like they have a Tom Brady-style quarterback. I think when he went down last year, it was totally unfair, and they could have gone far with him. I think the trade for Chase Young has changed that defense, just like it did for the Rams uh, when they traded for uh, – uh, crap. Forgot his name already. Uh, but, you know, like, with seven weeks to go before the playoffs, I think that's a similar move. Um I think it's going to be the 49ers. Mm-hmm. On the other side, mm-hmm. everyone's on the Ravens so hard, man. I don't know. I think it could be Cleveland. But I think that all, like, we've okay. seen Joe Flacco lay egg after egg uh, after we finally, like, embrace him. You know, that Joe Flacco who throws five interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's a little older and wiser and doesn't have anything to lose now, and he's just, like, going for it. And Stefanski is, like, like just the perfect fit for him. So I, I could see Cleveland. Their defense is so good. Right, I could see I, Cleveland doing it, man. I could see three teams out of the AFC. I could see either Baltimore, the one seed, Buffalo, the two seed, or Cleveland, the five seed, as the only three teams in the AFC that make the Super Bowl, as well as in the NFC. I am with you. I think it's a clear 49ers uh, road to the Super Bowl. I like oh, the, Von Miller. the matchups. When the Rams got Von Miller. That was it. Oh, that's that changed that about. Yeah, that, that changed well, that team and got them in the Super Bowl. I think that strengthened their defense the same way Chase Young did it for the 49ers. Yeah. So the, the 49ers, I, I think, are the clear favorites there. But if there's going to be a team that you want to jump onto to pull an upset, I think it is the Dallas Cowboys. And I think it's a perfect road for the 49ers, just the way this broke down. Um, and, and it's funny, too, because I think for the last two months, we all said that whoever wins the NFC South, uh, you know, was going to get blasted in the first round by either Dallas or Philadelphia being the five seed. And now here we are. It's surprisingly Philadelphia in the five seed. Okay. That everybody hates. I, I'll tell you the, the honest truth. If, if any, if Philadelphia was matched up against any other NFC team, I would have picked against Philadelphia, but the fact that they have Tampa Bay and I just can't see Tampa Bay winning a playoff game with as bad as a team as they are, uh, I'm going to go with Philly, but I think after that, Philadelphia is absolutely dead. So if Philly in round two had to go into San Francisco, 
I think they'd get blasted even worse than they did when the game was in Philadelphia weeks ago. So I don't think San Francisco is going to get challenged until the NFC championship game. So I think we're on the right path along with anybody. Sometimes you got to be chalky in this contest, Nando, with your thoughts. And I think everybody believes in the Niners being in the Super Bowl. And that's how we're we're looking at this uh, contest. Go ahead. We haven't mentioned Patrick Mahomes or anybody on Kansas City for that matter. Yeah. I assume that Kelsey's going to – is that going to be our guy in like the wide receiver tight end spot? Because if we put Mahomes Uh, with Jackson, I mean, you get – I could see it being Mahomes. He hasn't been the same Mahomes. Uh, you know, I don't know. Pacheco, is, who knows? Nando, right? like, I, yeah, I, Nando, I am completely against Is that going to be a team we leave out? Said. Uh, no, you can't leave them out just because you we, you expect them to to play two games. I, I think they'll beat the Dolphins. Dolphins are just so beat up, uh, you know, defensively. I think at home in the cold weather, it's going to be zero degrees there. I think the Chiefs are going to find a way with their experience and, and like I said, with all the Dolphins issues. And it's a Chiefs, shame. The Chiefs aren't a cold-weather team. Like, just because they're home in the cold weather doesn't mean they're like Buffalo. Right? I, I mean, the Chiefs have played zero I mean, Tyree degrees, played 10 degrees. Yeah, I understand that. But as a team, you're talking about a Miami team going into zero-degree weather, a Kansas City team that – their core of players have been in the playoffs year after year playing cold weather games in December and January. So, um, but the, what you just said with Travis Kelsey, absolutely not. Now people, there are, you know, a good amount of teams in this fantasy playoffs here, Nando, that you look at and it's going to be scattered all around on who to use on some, some of these teams. Now, the uh, you know, Kansas city, I don't think is one of them. I think, that when you look at your three running back spots and um, who you want to use and factor in the receivers on certain teams that you might say, oh, Tony Pollard, Chris, let's use it. No, you want to use C.D. Lamb, right? He's gonna He's got a great path opening week. He's got great matchup for him. Go on to week two versus the Lions. You're going to want a C.D. Lamb in that game that he just caught, you know, 100 balls versus them the last time especially if we play it out where we want to want Dak Prescott in, he's going to be there. So when you go through this contest by process of elimination with certain teams, I think the clear pick to use from the Kansas City team, I don't think Mahomes will be highly owned in this contest. I don't think Kelsey will be highly owned in this contest. People will try and fade and and get creative and use those two guys. I just don't see a scenario where Kansas City goes into Buffalo in week two and wins that game. I think Kansas City is a terrible team. I've been saying it for months. And just like, um, you know, the Eagles in the NFC, I just don't see them winning more than one game in this contest. So I don't want to use a Mahomes and have to get him in this week and then have to use him in the second week in Buffalo in another bad weather game environment that sets up poorly for him, and then he's ousted. So... Uh, my selection, Nando, if you agree, because this is going to be mostly your uh, team here, is, is got to <laughs> be Isaiah suck, Pacheco. Just because you suck at this game, don't throw it on me like this is my – I haven't picked one of these players. <laughs> You've picked all of them. Uh, I mean, did you disagree with any of them so far? Uh, what about, if I disagree with you, what are you going to do? Okay, so go ahead. Do you not no, agree with Isaiah I'll Pacheco be- as one of the running backs? I guess. You tell okay. me, man. This is your team that you're building. This is your idea. 
You said just sit there and ask questions and put anything Joey Brown says on screen. Yep. That's, that's basically, that's, yeah. So you I, want, uh, so I'll say this, Nando. Um, I would have Pacheco in as uh, a running back in, in one of those running back spots. Uh, I think he's in line for, uh, you know, a 15, 20 touch game in opening week. And, and I think he'll be a useful piece in the second week. And it doesn't hurt us when we're still planning this out to get into our uh, combinations later on. There's no combination. You're going to want to hook up with a Kansas City Chief uh, after this first round. So I think Pacheco is a really good play in this contest. Just hear me out on this question that I have about a Shane or, or Mostert, right? Sure. If you if you pick a guy who's uh, got a buy, you're gonna get you start at week two like they played in week one. They're gonna get double the points no matter what, really if they have the buy. Um, and then it sets it off like they played the first week. So you know three x four x as you go along. Mm-hmm. If you get a guy like Mostert, and you're like, oh man, he's not gonna play that first week, um, but you think they're going to win the game. Because, you know, they're a volatile team. They can put up a lot of points. They can kind of make up for a completely destroyed defense a little bit with their offense. Um, and like, oh, Mostert, you know, he's he's hurt. You know, he's not going to be great. You know, maybe he'll be healthy for the second week. I'm very confident he'll be healthy for the second week, and they're going to win. Isn't that almost the same idea as having a bye and getting him in that lineup? If he's your Miami guy, is that an important – like, do you, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, no. you may not um, be scared off on injuries on a team you like because that 2X happens. Well, um, and that's almost I, like having a buy. I think that people are going to look at the Dolphins and Tyreek Hill is going to be their chalk wide receiver. You have five spots that you can use for a wide receiver slash tight end. And I think they're one of the teams that you can actually get a little creative with and fade with either. And this is the question where it comes in, Nando, is A-Chain or Moster? You know, there's such a, you know, it right. looks as of now where it's a Wednesday you have until the weekend, but it looks like Mostert's going to come back. Now there's all these question marks about how is the backfield going to be broken up. If you want right. to get creative, I think there'll be a nice little percentage on A-chain. And, and if they say Mostert's full practice by Friday, I think there'll be some people that use him to get creative in this contest. Um, so the Dolphins is definitely one of those teams where I'm struggling with on who to use because – I think Tyreek Hill will be 75% owned as the Dolphins representative. And I don't think they win the game. And he's got all these injuries now. He was limping around all off the field, coming out of the game late. If he drops a, a, a dud in this opening week in Kansas City, you know, one of those uh, five for 60 games, and it doesn't really help you in an A-chain or Mostert, you slide in. And they're the ones that has the decent game and, and you know, score 18, 20 points. The, that's what helps you along the lines because there's going to be so many entries that have the same combinations, the same player on each team, you know. So if you want to fade a Tyreek Hill, you can easily go that route with an A-chain or Mostert, but that's where the problem comes in. If Mostert was out, then, yeah, I would bump up my A-chain exposure in this contest big time. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so say you pick Kyron Williams, right? Say a different team picks Kyron Williams as their running back, right? And Detroit beats LA, and they got to start over with a new running back. And Miami beats Kansas City, and Mostert's going to be healthy. Um, they'll get one time the points for Raheem Mostert. 
Right. If you just say, screw it, I'm going to play Mostert's Miami guy week one. And if he plays and gets like, you know, 10 touches, whatever, fine. But I know they're going to beat. I feel very strongly they're going to beat Kansas City. I'll have his double points for week two and be that far ahead of everyone else who's going to be bringing him in for week two for those yeah. one-time points. Like, yeah. is that over-strategizing or is that like, wow, that's a, you know, uh, I mean, do you think do you what think is Joey Brown? Yeah. Do you think Miami is going to play, um, you know, more than one game? Do you think they're going to? Do you think they have the chance to to win a second game? I'm so I'm, I'm giving a hypothetical. I'm not I'm not that strongly convinced that it's going to be Miami. I do think Kansas City could just play duds. Uh like you said there I mean I don't think they can do it but then again maybe they've been playing possum. You know like they're you know we know how to play the postseason. Let's just get in and then run the table. Um you know we know all the little nuances and the things you have to do to be good and to win a game 17-14 that a lot of teams don't. Mm. Um so I do think there's an element of that that scares me a little bit. When you're right. just saying like they suck this year, you know they don't have any wide receivers. They didn't have any wide receivers last year either. You know, like they they kind of have everything except for Bienemy. Um, yeah. Maybe Listen, you have a, you have up until game time as well to you know if Moster doesn't play, you could switch it to a chain. So if you want to go with one of the Miami running backs, I also think that one of the um, I also think it's an option to f- maybe make Miami one of the faded teams. You know, so. Um, I, I think that's a, also a possible explanation because Tyreek Hill is going to have Ladarius Sneed on him. So that's going to be, um, you know, a, a tough matchup for him. And Waddle is supposed to, you know, be coming back for this game, most likely. So right. people people could go and, you know, fade Tyreek Hill with the other Dolphins receiver and really be in the minority ownership with this Miami team. So Miami's definitely along with um, Cleveland, I think for sure uh, is another team where it's a real struggle for people doing this contest to figure out w- with who they're going to go with. You know, the- let me take it. Let me okay. take us to the Rams uh, yeah. because I think like the Rams are, are the opposite of what we've been talking about with a lot of these teams where it's like the quarterback's really strong. You know what I mean? Like the Rams, you could take almost anybody. And the Rams are uh, the Rams are definitely the other team, Nando, that I'm talking about with the Clevelands and, and the Miamis. Like there are four or five good options and ways you can go, and uh, that's what makes this contest so tricky this year, and uh, as opposed to like, previous years. Yeah, but it's a, you, like you're applying the same logic to, uh, to at least for me mm-hmm. to Puka and to Kyron Williams. Like those are like incredibly high upside, can do a lot with a few touches. Yeah. And the Rams can go deep. Um, they're just, you know, whether you believe in momentum or not, that's that's a team that's kind of everyone's healthy now. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a healthy yeah. team that has hit a stride. Sure. Um, and Let so me, how do you decide between Kyron Williams and Puka? Like, is it just like I like, you know, I've already got McCaffrey and Pacheco here, and I'm okay with this third running back from a different team. I need to fill mm-hmm. up wide receiver spots, so let me get Puka in there because really it's like five wide receivers, and I want those to be my strong spots. And yeah. I'm okay with like Tony Pollard. Like, how are you – how do you go Kyron versus Puka? Okay, uh, well, it's not only Puka. It's also Cooper Cup, Nando. And I think that uh, that's going to be a it? tough decision. Yeah, why not? Why uh, Why not? Why Why are we forgetting about Cooper Cup in this – I forget uh, about him. He's Cooper got bad Cup knees. He's gotten old. I mean, he had a pretty damn good December, didn't he? Um, so here's, here's the the biggest strategy. I touched on it at the top of the show, Nando, and I'm going to answer your question by answering, by, by giving you this scenario. We already have Amon Ross St. Brown 
locked in our lineup, right? Now, I told you that to me, the biggest um, strategy that you want to apply in this contest to me is making sure you open up spots at that wide receiver tight end spot or the flex for the second week to start getting your combinations going, right? So in this scenario, Amon Ross St. Brown, you want to use one of the Rams wide receivers if we're going to build it out this way. If you don't want to use one of the Rams receivers, and obviously, Nando, the reason why we do that is clearly if we use Puka Nakua, either Amon Ra or Puka is getting eliminated, and it's going to open up one of these wide receiver spots for us. Right. And then we could start looking at week two to get the combination together. Right. A lot of people in this contest, Nando, what they used to do, and it would kill them because all they would do is look at their team and go, oh, my God, I want to get Amon Ra in, C.D. Lamb. Um, let's just use like a Zay Flowers and use five wide receiver tight end spots, uh, four of them with the flex on five receivers, and they all wind up winning, right? And then come week two, you can't take out any of those guys because they're all X2, but you're looking at your Josh Allen, just say, as your quarterback up there. And now he, you can't get Stefan Diggs in, in week two, to start building your hookup if that's who you think is going to the Super Bowl. You obviously right. picked Josh Allen as your quarterback, so you want to bring Diggs into the contest in week two and take them X4, X3 as we go along. You can't block yourself after one week, and the only way to guarantee yourself of not being blocked is to have two receivers slash tight ends against each other in your lineup. And the way we do that in this year, in this contest, in my opinion, is a Mon Ra with a Rams wide receiver. Uh, and either if we're if you want to use an AJ Brown or Devonta Smith with a Mike Evans or a Chris Godwin, both right. in the contest, or an Amari Cooper with a Nico Collins. So it's ever the way you want to play it. But to me, when I sat back and looked at this contest, those three combinations I need to put in my wide receiver slash tight end flex spots. And so preferably two from, of them. Would we stay away from the Nico Collins one because they're going up against Cleveland? Like, is that the tiebreaker? Like, okay, Evans can do something against Philly. Evans Godwin, whatever, against Philly. Yeah. Um, you know, Brown Smith, great against Tampa Bay, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like Collins, you look at it like Cleveland, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a rookie quarterback. That's a rookie coach. That he be, would. Uh, now let's talk that out, Nando, because that's a great point. I would, uh, and I agree with you, I would leave Nico out, which would mean what, Nando? But I'm everyone's going to leave Nico out. I think everyone's going to have that same. I don't think so. I, who are you, you going to use as a Texan? Who are you going to use as a Texan? Kicker, the defense. Leave him out. Sure, sure. Yeah. You could you could play it that way. But my point is, now that I'm going to leave Nico out, I'm also going to leave Amari Cooper out. And then that brings into, okay, well, now what Cleveland Brown am I going to use? And I think this brings up, I I think the Cleveland Browns defense is going to be the most highly owned defense in this contest. Because obviously, A, they're a great defense. They have a decent matchup. They caused havoc versus the Texans a couple weeks ago when they played. And they have the potential to get to a second game and you don't have to worry about replacing your defense. So, yes... I think that that will be the case where the Browns defense is the majority defense owned. But I also want to put in your head when you make this lineup, 
that maybe Jerome Ford is a decent option to fill out our third running back spot on a team that we want to, you know, put in a good play at a running back spot that could get us good points in a game while not touching our wide receiver tight end spots that can play multiple games. Okay. Um, so while you're doing like, okay, so I put Ford in because I do kind of like the idea as mm-hmm. maybe going off a little bit. Houston's okay. defense. I want to, I want to just check something. I want to see how many multiple interception games like Joe Flacco at the end of the year had a three interception, a two interception game. Mm-hmm. But like, I know in his career, like he, I mean, you're going to get two points for interception, obviously. Like, you know, d- defensive scoring, sacks, interceptions, right? Um, there's more to it than that, but, like, that's an easy way to get points. If Joe Flacco, like, comes back down to earth and, I don't know, Demeco Ryans, he was a defensive-minded coach who can actually put together a really good game plan, I think. Maybe Houston's the interesting choice there, and they're just going to force Joe Flacco into errors. And if you take Amari Cooper out of the game, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. That's my logic behind zigging when everyone else is zagging. And if Houston yeah, wins, you get their defense for another week, which, I mean, it could blow up in our faces, but I don't know. Okay, so you just said a bunch of stuff without saying anything, I think. I said maybe uh, we go with the Houston defense. I'll keep Jerome Ford in there as our Cleveland guy. I, Let's go I, with the wide receiver plan that you said. So I think that's the way to play it. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah. Cooker a cup. Uh, let's go. There's Puka. no strategy there. You love Puka. like better. You love Puka, it seems like, and uh, Puka could definitely drop a, a big game in, in this. So um, let's slide Puka in as our um, second wide receiver, and now we have at least one spot open for the second week. You want AJ Brown or Devontae Smith? To me, that's a no-brainer. But is it? I, you've been a believer in Devontae Smith. Well, he had a good run, but Nanda, we have two um, wide receivers. I mean, the last time we saw A.J. Brown, three days ago, he was rolling around on the ground holding his knee. Yeah, that's true. So now is it is it, you know, a smart strategy to maybe fade A.J. Brown and go with Devonta Smith and maybe he has the one-and-done big game? Or maybe is that... he gets hot, but then, he, again, he missed week 18. Or is everyone do you get... Or, Nando, can I let me bring this up as a wrinkle? Or do we go really off the road in Nando style? Because I think this would be a Nando team if we went a little Dallas Goddard. Right? That'd be an interesting. You know? I feel like everyone's logic is going to be that, though, especially with these big red cues next to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Um, A.J. Brown could have that Terrell Owens game, man. Sure. I guess that was a Super Bowl. That wasn't like the wild card game, you know? Like, that's a different level of playing through impossibility. Uh, give me a call, Nando. What do you think? Um, I, I, keep, I like in mind, keep in mind here that you still haven't decided on what quarterback you're going to slide in to this spot here. We no longer can use Stafford. Right. And we can no longer use Goff. Right? So... Uh, and obviously Flacco. So now you're like down you're to, to you're looking at Hertz and you're looking at Hertz, Baker, and Dak Prescott as our QB options here. What about uh, Jordan Love? I thought we we're gonna Jordan Love it, and then uh, to open up. Uh, listen, if that's the way you want to play this, we could totally go that way. I, I, have I mean, no we might not open. The problem is if Green Bay wins, 
I don't want to stack him with anybody. Like who are going to wide receiver going to stack him with? Exactly. That's why in in my scenario of this particular strategy is you need Jordan Love to have a decent game. Now, do I see him being very successful? He's been hot lately. He's got his weapons and everything. He could go into Dallas and give us a decent game, maybe 240 and two touchdowns. But that Dallas defense at home, I just don't see a scenario where Dallas doesn't just – like Green Bay's happy to get into the playoffs as a seven seed. It's a nice year for them. They're not going anywhere in this year's playoffs. But they could come in here and uh, and be happy to be here and maybe lose a game, you know, 30 to 14, 30 to 17, and love gives you enough. Now, do you like love more than you like Hurts or Baker? I I, I, I want to go with – you know what, Nando? I, I – as we're talking this out, yeah. to play it in, in my situation, I think we should plug in C.D. Lamb and use Jordan Love, okay? And now you got to hope that Dallas wins that game, and then we're going to wind up going with a Dak Prescott second and week C.D. Lamb, filling. right? Yes. Yeah. So, so what I you like- want to do is Jordan Love here. Mm-hmm. We'll put C.D. Lamb in here. Yep. And then we got two – so. Here's the thing. If we take uh, A.J. Brown, right? Yes. Like this. I mean, if it looks like he's not going to play on Friday. And actually, I don't know if you read this in the rules, but the new, I mean, you know, whatever. We have until Monday at 8.15 now. It's the, you can move guys in and out before the game locks, not before mm-hmm. the whole playoffs start. So, right. I mean, I read the rules. I don't know if you did. But we could always put Goddard in because that wide receiver tight end spot is flexible like that. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I mean, it's not the flex, but you can put a tight end in for your wide receiver if you want. So if Brown's out, I mean, you can put Smith in as well, but I mean, like if you really want to try the Goddard move, we got that. Yeah. All right. So now we're down to um, flex kicker and defense. I wish, I wish you could blow this up because I really can't see. Um, Oh, maybe I can. Hold on. Wait, can you, can you see? Oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't know where to do that. Yeah. There you go. Now scroll, scroll down. There you go. Yeah, so hot. Oh, <laughs> man. Moan, Russ St. Brown. You're, you're really a creep. Um, A.J. Brown is our Eagle representative with the option of replacing him with Devonta or Dallas Goddard, like you said. That leaves a flex spot. Now, when we go to the flex spot, Nando, right? Yeah. Uh, there's one major team here we obviously didn't touch on. This is going to be our flex spot representative, and that's the Buffalo Bills. So now it's a matter of how do you want to play this? Do you want to play this with either Stefan Diggs or the run game with James Cook? Or do you want to go a little crazy uh, with someone else? Who would who else would there like who else would there like I Gabe mean da- no Gabe Davis? No, absolutely. Very Listen, all right. First off, Gabe Davis is hurt, so right. he's not an option. Yeah, right. Um, right, and Dalton Kincaid. I got excited about that. My bad. Yeah, I know. And the only reason I I say somebody else is because I think I don't think he'll be highly owned at all. But I think people get a little uh, creative with with you know multiple entries and slide in a Dalton Kincaid, possibly maybe a Khalil Shakir. Uh, um, I can so. Listen, there's, there's people that have 15, 20 entries in this contest, so you will see 1% or 2% entry uh, ownership on some of these guys. So Our one little entry is going to get it done. 
Yeah, exactly, Nando. I believe in you. I I believe. I believe. Well, this Um, is your team, really. So it comes down to Diggs or James Cook, Nando. And here's the way I would play this out. Do you have a preference before I say why I'm leaning one way? Uh, No, but I want to guess yours, like the Newlywood game. Go ahead. I think you're going to say James Cook. Okay, and why? Because you've loved James Cook all year long. Okay, that's not the reason why. The reason why, obviously, is we already have our AFC quarterback that we think is going to the Super Bowl in Lamar Jackson up top, right? Then you have Jordan Love, who we're planning on replacing with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. So that's our two. Yeah, I love. I always love when the people just say, like, repeat right after you and act like they're like thinking in step with you. Like I that's am. what you. That's what you just pulled. So. We have we Dak. Others. If this team see the, the, you know, when you you do this, you're playing out the playoffs in your head, and you're, you know, everything has to click. So the way we built this team, we're trying to get Jordan Love out of there for Dak Prescott for a Ravens Cowboys Super Bowl, right? Like a, you know, and not even maybe a, a Super Bowl, but Dallas is going to play three games and, and go from there. So there's no reason for us to put Stefan Diggs in here, which I think they're the clear team in the first round here that's going to win and move on because the Steelers aren't even a playoff team and they're trash and don't belong in the contest. Uh, I think the Steelers will be everyone's fade in this contest. But for you to put in Stefan Diggs, you're really not looking to get Josh Allen in this lineup next week, Nando, that we built. So for that reason alone, I think James Cook is the clear pick for this type of build. Right. I'm fine with that. It's just... I don't know if James Cook's any good anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, I know well, he's good. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. part of the game play. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't know. Uh, I, don't, I mean, he's had some really slow weeks now, uh, yeah. the last three. So that is definitely an issue with this type of uh, lineup that we're putting in. But I'll say this. They're 10-point favorites at home in a game that's supposed to be 40-mile-an-hour wind, and they're playing a team without T.J. Watt. They should be up. In my opinion, if this game plays out the way I think it will, Bills run all over them. And I mean that in terms of, uh, you know, up multiple scores, second right. half, right? run the ball to death. Now, if that plays out well, hopefully it's a nice James Cook game. You move on to round two. If the Chiefs handle their business at home, now you have the Bills and the Chiefs playing each other in round two in Buffalo in another probably really cold weather game. And who had a monster game versus the Chiefs the first time around? James Cook. James Cook. So, (laughs) (laughs) and do we really want Stefan Diggs in this contest? Do you really want Stefan Diggs in this contest with a possible bad weather game here to open up the contest uh, versus Pittsburgh with a matchup up against maybe Joey Porter most of the day, and then a second round matchup with Ladarius Sneed? Okay, and it's not like Stefan Diggs has done anything for the last month and a half either, right? So I think James Cook will be the nice way to fade this a little bit and and hope that he's the bill with um, a lot of, you know, uh, solid games. I think the Bills play three games in this fantasy playoffs, possibly four if they can upset Baltimore. So um, in this scenario, though, that we're building here, Nando, we got to hope that the Bills play – to the AFC championship game. And then obviously Baltimore beats them 
So James Cook is our Bills representative. Lock it in. All right. He's in there already. The second you said his name, I put him in. Yeah. So um, that leaves us. That wow, leaves look at this team that I picked. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. That kicker leaves us defense. now with just a kicker or defense. And we have used um, – we, we have used – Everyone in the NFC except Tampa Bay. We've actually left out Tampa Bay. Man, I can't and believe we, we didn't use Miami. And we didn't use Miami. Yeah. That's, um, that's, you know, that's, that's a failure that's on your part. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, here's the defenses. Like, you, you're not going to use Miami's defense because they're broken and beaten. And you're not going to use Tampa's defense because they stink. And you're not going to use the Steelers' defense because – TJ Watt is out. They're a bad defense already, and they're going to Buffalo to get stumped. So that leaves us with the way you you saw it, and with the Texans' defense, I believe. Correct? Oh uh, yeah. I hate to root against Joe Flacco because it's such a great story, but uh, well, I mean, listen, Flacco man's got to do. Flacco, as good as he has been, has still had multiple turnovers in most of these games that he's played in, right? Yeah. Especially yep. the one – actually, when they played a few weeks ago, these two teams, the Texans, I remember, had double-digit fantasy points on defense, even though they got slammed, uh, uh, you know, with the Browns killing them uh, and putting up a lot of points. The defense had some interceptions and picks uh, – interceptions and sacks and, and everything. So uh, we're going to go right back to them. At home, the game should be uh, – you know, the crowd should be crazy. Let's go with the Texans defense and, and lock that in. And that leaves us just with uh, whatever kicker you prefer oh, thanks. in these games. I will, uh, I'll rule out the Steelers kicker Nando. So because of uh, the wind, it, because of the wind, because of the fact that I think there's a possible scenario where they don't score uh, more than 10 points in this game. I think you want a team that's going to score uh, some decent amount of points and the obvious choice to me would be Tampa Bay's kicker in a, in a good weather environment instead of the zero degrees of the Miami Kansas City game. Uh, I would go Tampa Bay as the kicker. All right. I feel like I really had a hand in this team. You um, did. Puka yeah. Nakua. Puka was your Puka was your call. Jerome Ford was your call. Jerome Jordan Ford Love was not my Jordan call. Jordan Love. Jordan Love <laughs> Jordan call Love was, was your Joey's call. call. Jerome Ford, you just said, and we put him in there. Jordan Love I, will oh, be idea. Jordan Love will be uh probably less than five percent owned, maybe even less than that in this contest. So this is a Nando team. It's it's definitely off the is, uh off the rails a little bit. This is actually not uh, you know, you put together a team thinking this was my style of team, but it's not really. Okay, so then what would you have done? Well, we're out of show now, so we'll have to yeah, say that. Exactly. <laughs> but I anyway, I think it was well thought out, Nando. I think it was what? a well thought out process for this particular team. And you could do this a hundred different Jalen ways. You would add Jalen Hurts? I would put Hurts as my quarterback. Okay. And I would have set up uh well, I was I mean it's all very confusing now. Probably Godwin there in the AJ Brown spot. Okay. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter now. Life. That's it. That's all. So, you know, listen, before we go, just to wrap it up, I'll just say keep those wide receiver spots open to try and hook up with your quarterback. Uh, if you're not going to play it out where you have, um, you know, a clear favorite in your eyes, if you really believe in like a 
Ravens Cowboys Super Bowl or a you know a, a Bills Niners Super Bowl or something like that, then use those quarterbacks right off the top if that's the oh, way you, you want to play it. This episode is brought to you by Rival Fantasy. Rival Fantasy, the coolest fantasy platform not enough people know about, but they will once I'm done, baby, because they're always innovating. They just rolled out seasonal leagues. We set them up for patrons, for our listeners, and they funded over $1,000 in payouts. That's what Rival's all about. They're always innovating. They already had the fantasy book where you can take overs and unders, stack them up, multiply your payout, but then they added challenges so you can set your own lines and put them out there for the community and then you can browse the community's lines and say hey this guy's crazy i'm gonna take the other side it's cool and they have fantasy bingo rival fantasies reminded me how much fun i can have with fantasy football and use that promo code player the promo code is player they give you a 100 instant deposit match plus 25 dollars plus a free play that promo code is player for up to 125 dollars in deposit bonus and a free play you can't beat it. Nice job, Nando, getting the uh, the ad in before the game shows. Man. Nice you job. You think after so many weeks of this, you would know better than to talk over the Jaws music. Yeah, my bad on that. You would think after all these weeks, you would remember to actually run our ad during the show. But uh, I even said it, you know, Theo. I'm like, Chris, this you remind yeah. us, Chris. And you, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Anyway, Nando, um, hopefully that helped people. And um, you know, if if you don't I don't know if it did, quarterback it strategy. Did. Yeah, well, it's it a waste to, of a show. Yeah. Uh, all right, hey, what can I tell you? But those are the strategies I would uh, apply to this contest. It's it's either stack your quarterbacks right from the front that you think are going to make the Super Bowl and go X4 or get one of them out that you think is going to lose opening week. Take those points and, you know, recalculate the, uh, you know, the batteries as soon as possible. It's funny, like at the start of this show with this layout on the screen, which I know our podcast listeners can't see, uh, Chris had actually situated himself where his head was above his name on the bottom of the screen and he somehow lowered himself all the way back down. I don't even know. How did that happen? Did you, did your I laptop screen just slowly like, I think it did. I think it's really, I mean, that's funny. Good, yeah. Good stuff. Nando. All right. Well, listen, hopefully this uh, lineup that we did today, Nando uh, nets us $150,000 four weeks from now. So, and then we can uh, throw your Christmas theme party at the, uh, the bar. You know, you or buy it. a whole bunch of, or buy a whole bunch of uh, Dick Tracy cards that you love, or stupid. I, don't love. I thought that'd be nice. I thought that'd be a nice touch for the box break that we did, and they were. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good, Nando. Anyway, good luck in the fantasy playoffs. Um, who's your Super Bowl prediction, Nando? I think it's well. I don't know, man. 49ers Browns, maybe. 49ers Browns. All right. Hey, let's see if that sticks. I'm going to go. I think it's a 49ers. I'm going to go 49ers. I'm going to say 49ers Bills, Nando. I, I, and I don't even feel good about the Bills. It's just, I just don't love the Ravens still. I just don't think they have enough talent on that team that I could see the Bills experience in that AFC championship game, if that's the way it plays out, overcoming the Ravens, you know? Without Mark Andrews, if he doesn't oh, make it you know back, what? I it's crazy. 
I hadn't even thought about this. The Harbaugh, Harbaugh narrative that could come out of this if the Ravens win. Yeah. The Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Yeah. If they make the Super Bowl, it's going to be two weeks of nauseating. The Harbaugh oh. parents grew up in this house. You know, like. like <laughs> Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Happy, yeah. Remember when oh, Harbaugh. It's so true. Parents, That's a good way. And you listen. Sideline. If you're one of these, uh, everything is scripted, everything is in, you know, like, look, look at look at what just happened for the, the playoffs to work out the way it did this final week. Stafford going back to Detroit for the Rams-Lions game. Goff versus McVay. You yeah. got Green Bay going to Dallas. Mike McCarthy faces his old team. Um, what else was there? There was uh, – what was the other um, – narrative oh Tyreek Hill going back to play his Chiefs former teammates right yeah so you have all these perfect scripts like you know everybody jokes about all oh, the NFL script was written but already before the year well if you want to play it out one step further watch the Browns are going to win this game Flacco's going to go back and play uh the Ravens in Baltimore that'll be your week two storyline narrative right the Chiefs versus the Bills, round 28, you know, playing yep. round two. The Eagles versus the Niners in the big matchup that, you know, they're all arguing with each other. Debo has his beef with the Eagles. It's the big matchup from last year's NFC championship game when Purdy went down and Niners telling the Eagles, we would have beat you if our quarterback stayed healthy. They proved it in Philadelphia, and now Philly has to play – um, you know, uh, Niners and get eliminated in San Francisco. So it's the San Francisco playoff revenge game, you know? And then yep. Detroit goes into Dallas where they just got screwed three weeks earlier. So Detroit goes into that. So all four games, if it plays out that way, you're going to have a crazy narrative, right? And then you play it out. Dallas goes to San Francisco for the NFC championship game. You have the legacy Dallas, San Francisco of the eighties, Right. And Dak went in and Dak, oh, we're a different team that went into San Francisco earlier in the year and got killed. Uh, can Dak win a big one on the road in San Francisco? You know, whole thing like that. And then look at this narrative you want. Great, Nando. What is that worth? Seven cents? Probably not Ken much at all, Jr. but it's Ken Griffey Jr. Way to bring that into a football talk narrative. Well, you talked about Dick Tracy. It was on my Dick Tracy pile in front of me. So, anyway, that's that, Nando. Uh, everybody enjoy the fantasy playoffs and enjoy your fantasy contest and sign up at uh, over at NFFC. This is the one you said you wanted uh, me to for, send to you, right? That's it. Have a good week, everybody, and uh, <laughs> we'll catch you later. <laughs> What's going on? What did I miss?